0: Hi, and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ centered, word based, and spirit led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonholm, and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. I love stories, and books were mentioned here. I absolutely love stories because stories help us find a sense of purpose and place. Stories help us actually make meaning and definition prophetically of what's going on. Stories, actually, by God's design, are a way that the human mind, soul, heart, and spirit can piece the pieces together. Um, my story. Horizon has been the backdrop and the setting for so much of my story. From the time of walking in as a six-year-old child, my mum had been newly saved in the Catholic Church and baptised in the Spirit because revival had come to the Catholic Church in Canberra. And I believe God's pouring out revival on all denominations with all my heart. Um, I got walked into the church and suddenly the environment for the way God would develop me, change me, use me, um, was given to me. And it's been a central setting for my story. I'm deeply grateful for that. You know, stories can be crafted around you. Subplots can happen to you. But the story that is most important is the story that God has written for you and how you are situated in that story. When I was around 15 years old, I was in a life group in Menai run by a guy. In fact, I think Rick Banks led the life group at one point and it was wonderful. Um, But there was a guy called Damon Harrington and he prophesied one night at Life Group over me and it was from Psalm 45 and the, the words of the prophecy don't matter so much as I was captivated by that passage in the Bible. It's a story, a story of a king, a story of an inspired poet who has a prophetic revelation of the greatness of a king, the central character And the king takes a bride. The king we know is King Jesus and Hebrews identifies him in that psalm as that king. But the king takes a bride and the bride by herself is nothing, but in conjunction with the king together, they go on to have a partnership that is fruitful and impacts the earth with children who change the course of history. And I decided in my heart at 15 years old and maybe even earlier, but I didn't have a story to locate myself in. I located myself in that story. God, you are my King. Jesus, you are my King. My heart is stirred with a noble theme. As I recite my verses to the King, it goes on to say, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer. God, I want to worship you with my words, with my life, all the days of my life. I want to become your bride. I don't want to be solo and individual in my thinking or my worldview. I want to be deeply joined to you, Jesus. I want you to prepare me for works of service. I want you to change me and purify me. I want to be adorned by you, not my own good works, by grace you've Save me. And I want to come into partnership with you for the purpose of children on the earth, fruit on the earth that will change the course of history. So, if it's all right with you, um, I want to share a couple of themes from Psalm 45 that have become life themes for me. Because I've situated myself, my story makes sense in the light of Psalm 45. Really, Psalm 45 is the good news if you've come here today and you've never met Jesus Christ. Psalm 45, like so much of the Bible, is literally just one more way of saying, Jesus loves you. He wants to be joined to you and He wants to turn your life around, wash you clean, make you new and make you uh, on fire for His purpose. So my first thought in this story is, cultivate a heart stirred with good things it says in Psalm 45 1 my heart is stirred by a noble theme as I recite my verses for the king my tongue is the pen of a skillful writer I pray that is so today Um, you know the writer of this psalm is saying I am seeing a story playing out on the earth, but my ear is hearing a different story. My eyes and my heart and my spirit are attuned to a better story, a better theme. This writer is saying, I don't care what's going on on the earth at the moment, I don't care what's going on in my circumstances, I'm hearing a better story. Let me tell you the better story. It's a story of the coming aside of someone to say, pour into my heart, God, what you're about to do on the earth. It's the story, it is the story of one that has come aside and sensed something in God, that there is a different story playing out on the earth today. You know, there's always stories being told, stories of hopelessness on the earth. Looking at the news, it's pretty doomsday. The story of fear and trepidation, terror going on, subplots of what's important. But I truly believe that in this day and in this time, God is calling those that will come aside and go, God, stir my heart with a good theme stir my heart with a different story being told. You know, when it comes to the church and I am passionate about the church of Jesus Christ, many are telling a story and maybe there are reasons for those stories to be told and I would never want to whitewash pain and suffering and poor choices that people have made. But God has a better story for the church. God has a story that He's telling of the church of Jesus Christ. God has a story that is unfolding for her Church. God is raising leaders at Horizon Church. God has got His hand on people for great works at Horizon Church. But there's a temptation for us to actually tune into a different theme. God wants a noble theme over your future. God is wanting your heart. He wants you to come aside and be stirred with a noble theme about your future your marriage, your work, your sense of purpose, the future of the earth and your part in it. One of my favourite characters and I I thought I'm a cliche but I'm gonna do it because she's my hero. Corrie Ten Boom, when she walked out of Ravensbrück concentration camp, imprisoned for hiding Jews in World War I, brave enough to work in the Dutch underground, brave enough to create a barrier between vulnerable people and the Gestapo. She was unfairly and unjustly imprisoned for it and walked out sometime later to a decimated Europe, a Europe in ashes, people broken, hearts riddled with unforgiveness and bitterness, a deep sense of hopelessness. And in her own recovery... She opened her heart, she was baptised in the Holy Spirit, she was healed from her bodily brokenness and the trauma in her soul and she opened her heart to a noble theme. Where the Holy Spirit spoke to her and said, "Corrie, you're going to be used of Me to reconcile Europe. You're going to be used to Me, used by Me to heal German hearts that are traumatized. You're going to be used by Me to heal the broken-hearted, to to lift those that are crushed by the war," because she allowed her heart to be stirred by a noble theme. Church, can I give you a theme that will go through your life with you? And that is allow your heart, whether you are under persecution, whether you are going through difficulty with your children or in your marriage, whether you are lonely and you're going through um, the, the, the valley of loneliness, allow your heart to be stirred by God's goodness towards you. Allow your heart to be stirred by a noble theme. But secondly, and it's simple today, keep Jesus as the central character. Keep Jesus as the central character. You know, um, the writer begins after he is stirred by the noble theme, first to speak of the groom. And Hebrews 1.9 confirms that this is Jesus, the central character. Psalm 45.2 says, You are the most excellent of men. Your lips have been anointed with grace since God has blessed you forever. Psalm 45, 6-7 says, Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness, you hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy, Every good story has a protagonist, a key character, a well-written central character. I challenge you to give me a well-written bestseller that doesn't have a good protagonist, a good key character. And in this one, this story, Jesus, the King, is the central character of the story. It starts with Jesus, it ends with Jesus. And our story is best when Jesus is the greatest character of the story. My story has meaning when He is at the centre. My story can be obscured when He is taken out of the central place of the protagonist. The temptation for us is to trade the protagonists, to try and make a human being what only God can be for you to make yourself the protagonist, which will disappoint you every time, (laughs) Um, to make something, a role, a thing, a theme, money, an aspiration. You know, you will get it, it will come, and it will sadly disappoint you. Because only Jesus is fit to be the centre of the story. You aren't fit and nobody else is fit. People will disappoint you. If I could have the keys up, I'd be very grateful. That would be wonderful. You'll live beneath your destiny. People will let you down. You'll be disappointed. You need to put Jesus as the central character of your story. There's a beautiful woman um, called Catherine Wolfe and she went through the tragic circumstance of a brainstem stroke at a very young age. She's a beautiful looking woman. She was actually a professional model. She'd recently become married and had a child. In the world's eyes, she had everything to live for, so much hope and promise. And at what many would call her prime, she was cut down by an invisible um, enemy, And it was in her body, apparently from birth, and she had a stroke, her husband found her, she recovered, but not without profound disability, half her body completely disabled, the look of her face completely disfigured. And she went on a journey with her husband um, of discovering, you know, God, if I, and it, not without, this is, this is to reduce it to such a succinct couple of words, but not without struggle, not without a wrestle with God. Like, why am I still here? I'm gonna be a burden on society. I'm gonna be a burden on my husband, Jay. I'm not gonna be able to give my kids what they need. And through a journey, journeying it out with God in the pits of despair, honesty before God, she came to the conclusion that if I have breath, I'm meant to be here. If I have breath, I have a story to tell. But in it, she says, I discovered through everything I went through to expect more of God and less of this world. God has to be the central character of your story. People will let you down, circumstances won't play out the way you think they would think. They they will. What you think is permanent. I mean, I think of the decision and we're following God here. We've got a beautiful artwork from Janie and Nate's studio on our wall that says, listen to the wind whispers. And I didn't realise how prophetic that would be putting it on our wall in January that the Holy Spirit would whisper to us this year, the assignment's coming to an end. I never, can. I just thought forever and ever, Brad and Ellie are the most amazing leaders in the nation. Why would we come off staff at this point. And I've always been an advocate, God, that you can be a mum and a minister and all that, let's just continue. And yet the whisper of the Holy Spirit was, "Cut, cut the ropes from the wharf, it's time. You know, you can think things are so permanent, even they're wonderful things, but if He is not the central character in your story, it will disappoint you, it'll come up short, you'll be doing it for the wrong reasons. He must be, He must increase, John the Baptist said, and I must decrease. For all of us, for all of us, it must be about Jesus. Because I tell you when persecution comes or when opposition comes, when difficulties come, it just won't be enough. Those things are not enough. They're not enough. Jesus is enough. Him as the central character of the story, for you, for me, that's gonna be enough. But then finally, before I quickly pray for some people, you'll gain in the giving up because it moves on to the bride. And this is you and me. This is you and me. The bride in this story is not central, but she is essential. She is not the protagonist. She is not the central character. But she is essential. It goes on to say, Psalm 45, 10 to 11 Listen, daughter, and pay careful attention. Forget your people and your father's house. And it is not saying they are bad things. She loved those places, she loved those people. Let the king be enthralled by your beauty. Honor him, for he is your Lord. And it goes on in 16 and 17 Your sons will take the place of your fathers. You will make them princes throughout the land. I will perpetuate your memory through all generations. Therefore, the nations will praise you forever and ever. The bride was made to follow. The bride was made to be prepared. The bride was made to be captivated by a glorious future with King Jesus. That's what the bride's made for. And sometimes it requires a letting go and a leaving behind of good things, of right things, of things that brought great joy, and great fruitfulness. She grew up in her father's house and she became what she was. But it can't stop there. She has to actually let go of the Father's house and let go of that which was for a season, for a chapter, to actually embrace the King. But you see, in the giving up of the things that God tells us to lay aside, to finish, to leave the relationships, painfully sometimes He says, it's finished, I'm leading you forward. You actually never lose. You gain more than you could ever, ever give up in God. That is the that is the upside down economy of the kingdom. That you will never, as the cliche says, but it's so true, you will never outgive God. You can never give him more than he will give you. You can never lay down crowns and relationships, comfort and familiarity without gaining so much more. She never, ever would have had sons that would bless the earth and change the course of history if she wasn't willing to lay it aside, leave the father's house and pursue the king But she had somewhere in her, I believe, a heart that was stirred by a noble theme, that was hearing a song above the noise, that was hearing a story beyond the story she was already living in. And she heard it in a spirit and was willing to give up this for the King, this for that. I wanna pray for some people this morning because I believe that God is preparing a spotless bride. I love Horizon Church with all my heart. And I believe we are in a season as a church in the broader body of Christ, that God is stripping stripping back things that were good and things that were for a season and things that were a great blessing. But God is wanting to raise up a bride that is able to have sons and daughters on the earth with Him, that is able to have a fruitful, expansive vision of His Kingdom. But it requires people because the bride is made up of people. It's the you and I. We together are the bride. And I just really felt, I I wanted to, I guess the last thing I say, uh, to be a prayer over us as a church. But I really sense there's people here and you've forgotten the place, your place in the story. You've lost your reason why. From weariness, maybe from promise fatigue, disappointment. I believe today God wants to replant you in the story. He wants to uh, enliven your heart again to the story. He wants to quicken, if you're using King James English, He wants to enliven and have your spirit vibrating with the songs of heaven again, to bring you back into the story, to wake you up where your heart has been anaesthetised and deadened by pain. For others I felt, are you stuck in a chapter? This is like, are you like Groundhog Day chapter? Stuck in a chapter of pain and disappointment. And God's like, the chapter is finished. Wait till you get to the next one. Wait till you get to the next one. Turn the page. Don't keep reading the same chapter, same verse. Keep going move to the next chapter. I believe God is wanting to push people. And it's almost like I I hate this chapter. I hate it, but I can't let go. It's predictable. It's predictable pain. That's what I feel. For some, it's predictable pain. That's better than unknown. And God's saying, would you let go of that chapter? Leave your father's house. Leave honour the King for He is your Lord, honour He wants to take you into new chapters today. Perhaps the Lord is calling you to follow Him in something that is costly and I do believe that for our church we will see more and more of that. I'm not a glutton for punishment, (laughs) Um, I have a high pain threshold Um, but I I'm all about pain for a purpose. And sometimes when God is expanding, anyone who's had a baby, I had epidurals. It's, it's kind of irrelevant for me. I had a, an easy time of it. But it, there is a pain to expansion. And with having babies, of expanding the expression of the church, we, we call it campuses, and we, but we can lose the meaning that God is saying, I want my kingdom expanded. Call it campuses, churches, communities of faith, whatever you want, but it's places on the earth where people can come to know Jesus Christ. And it's costly sometimes. It's costly to pick up and go to a different city. It's costly to go from the riches of Sutherland. It's a beautiful place to grow up to a smaller campus where you can hear the people next to you singing. It's painful. But sons, I'm the one who causes the pain. Pastor Brad walks past me this morning and he goes, yes, sing it Christy. And I'm like, I know you don't mean that as like, (laughs) like, he says I'm a great preacher of the Gospel. He does not mean I'm a great singer of worship. I've never, Karen, you've never been in threat, ever. In Pastor Brad's eyes, you will always be the one and only worship pastor. (laughs) Stuck in a chapter. Perhaps the Lord is calling you to follow Him in something costly. This morning, Jesus is wooing you back to His story. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? (laughs) If that resonates with you, and I've blown my time by about three and a half minutes. So I'm gonna do this briefly, but powerfully. If any of that resonates with you, God, I wanna be drawn back into the story. I'm in the story, but my heart needs to be enlivened again. Maybe you know God is calling you to a costly sacrifice, to walk away from something in order, not just to dispose of something, but to embrace a holy calling. Maybe for you, you resonated with stuck in a chapter, stuck in a chapter. It's Groundhog Day again. I just, God, I need to trust you to progress to the next chapter of the book. Maybe for you, you're just hearing the whisper of the wind words is the message rendering of that Revelation Scripture. I can feel the wooing of the Holy Spirit, God, and I'm open and today you wanna acknowledge it. If that's you, stay exactly where you are. Just give me a quick wave. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. Hands up all over the place. Would you just receive from Him? Open your hands as an act of surrender. God, I empty my hands. I lay aside, God, those things that have filled my hands. Some of it good things, God. Some of it wonderful things, comforting things, familiar things, but right now I open my hands to receive what You have for me. God, for every person here that's stuck in a chapter, thank You that You're turning the page. Michelle, I just, I'm sorry to embarrass you, I just strongly feel that the Holy Spirit is saying the page is turned the pages turn, the pages turn. I watch your daughters worship and they are going to say to you someday in the future, Proverbs 31, they rise up and call her blessed. They're going to say, thank you, Mum. Thank you, Mum. Thank you for doing the hard stuff. God loves you. You are seen. You are chosen. Jade DeLung, I just see that God is turning a page. It is not last verse, same as the first for you. God is turning the page and it's almost like I see Him expelling you with His heel (laughs) out of that chapter and going, come on girl, get in the next chapter. I've got a new chapter for you. God, I declare over Horizon Church that Your goodness and mercy all the days of our life will follow us, God, and we just thank You for what You're building of this gorgeous part of Your bride. In Jesus' Name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.